Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're continuing along the series about my book, Memorable Lessons to Leave a Legacy. If you're new to the series, we're essentially going through every chapter of the book and talking about why it's in the book, what's important about it, some questions to consider. If you have the book, maybe you have your note-taking tool and you're using this alongside reading it to go through and answer some questions for yourself and get some more clarity on the subject matter. Um, I really wanted to do this because when I read a book, I always kind of want to know what prompted the author or more information from the author, more personalized. I mean, sometimes they read their audiobook and that's great. Sometimes I want a little more from, let's say, behind the scenes, right? What well, went into writing this or why, why was this story included? And so that's what I'm hoping to give you. Maybe not so granular as to, you know, going through each story, but I'm really hoping that you get a sense of why each skill is in here, why I've deemed it important, what within my coaching work or my personal experiences led me to believe that this particular quality in a person is really critical and why I think it's critical, why I'm aiming to be a person with these characteristics and why you might want to be too. Um, and of course, it's your own definition as well. So each of these words, you know, they mean something to me, they might mean something else to you. That's the nature of language and words. So we're hoping to also clarify, like really refine, okay, what does that word mean? Can we both agree on a definition here as we talk through it? And as you read through the book, can we agree on sort of a, a middle of the line, let's say, a definition that works for your life. I mean, it's not really about me. If you're reading this book or listening to this series, um, one hard lesson I had to learn was that it's absolutely not about me. And in the beginning, I thought, no, it's my book. It's all about me. Um, and how how funny is that? <laughs> because it's not at all. And anything that I produce, really, at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about the receiver. It's about you. It's about if you are able to assimilate it into your life somehow, if you have a new light bulb moment or way of thinking as a result of what I'm saying, that's what this is all about. So today, I'd love to get into chapter 20, which means we only have a few episodes left. This series is sort of quickly escaping and, and finishing. I can't believe it. Um, when I first started out the book and the series, I thought, oh man, 22 chapters this is going to take forever. <laughs> I was sort of, it was daunting. I felt a bit nervous about going through it, but here we are. Um, so chapter 20, adaptability. And really, I found this to be so critically important in my life because things come out of left field and you can't control everything. And we've learned from, you know, part one of the book, you have a choice in the stories you tell yourself and the actions you take. But you know, things will come in from left field that you can't anticipate, you didn't anticipate, um, you know, hurtful things, good things, and we've got to be able to pivot when something unexpected comes our way. And that's what this chapter is about. And I think that there's absolutely no replacement to being adaptable. Um, the following chapter, resourcefulness, I think comes with it. So to be adaptable and resourceful, they're, they're friends for sure. Um, but you can't have one without the other. And I, I think adaptability in and of itself, there's just no way around this skill. What does it mean to you? You know, I ask this in every chapter of the book and I, I really do mean it. What what does being adaptable mean in your life? How have you had to be adaptable to date? You know, how is it useful or beneficial for you? I think sometimes 
we see change as unwelcome um, and certainly situations that ask us to be adaptable, they're, they're sort of confronting, right? Even if we kind of had a vague plan and so you know kind of the steps, but you have to adapt along the way. I mean, that makes us feel like we're on unsure footing and that in and of itself is, well, uncertain. And so if something's uncertain, there's an uncomfortable feeling around that. But I think most of the coaching sessions I have, if I really consider it, you know, it's somebody feeling uncomfortable about something, about wanting something. They can't, they're reckoning with the fact that they want something. And okay, I want to publish this book. Um, I want to get the promotion. I want to start my own business. And they're reckoning with that. They're wrestling in their mind. Um, and I think that something really beautiful happens when people take that uncomfortable feeling of, okay, this is new, hence it's uncomfortable. And they say, okay, it's new, it's uncomfortable. It means that I can use my skills of adaptability. I can use my skills of, well, everything in this book, but in particular, I can be adaptable and find my way as I go. Um, and so we talk about, you know, how you'll be called to be adaptable in your life. There's outward and inward adaptability. And then of course there are mentors in every chapter. One that I really love in this, <laughs> this particular chapter is I talk about travel and I add travel in because if you know me by now, you know, travel is, has been, you know, one of the biggest parts of my life for the past decade, I want to say almost. So it's been a huge, huge part of my world. And uh, I've learned so much from travel and what it takes to, you know, live in different places or live out of a suitcase for that matter. Uh, when I lived in Brazil, I literally was living out of one suitcase, which, okay, Brazil has great weather. So you're not hard pressed to have, you know, a pair of flip-flops and some dresses and things. But I, I had to be so adaptable living in Brazil and then being in Switzerland and dating and marrying a Swiss person. It might sound like, oh yeah, sure. Cross-cultural marriage, like a big deal. I think when anyone, they can be, they can be the same background as you. You can have grown up in the same place. Um, you know, I know couples that kind of from elementary school almost were sort of in love and no matter when you meet someone, you're going to have to adapt in your relationships because no matter how much you think, you know, someone and it's, it's a fallacy, right? In some sense, like we think, okay, the more time I've spent with you, I know you better but people will surprise you. And there are elements to people that they don't reveal right away, or you might not have noticed, or, you know, it, it's a fascinating journey that I think the people that I've known the longest, I've realized that, I mean, I know them, but they're forever changing. Like we've gone through so many phases, people that I've known for 20 years, it's like, they're not the same person that I met. And that's a good thing. And they shouldn't be. And I think sometimes we hold, we want to hold our relationships. This is what you are. This is who you should be. This is what you represent to me. And so we, we hold people into this identity that we've created for them or that we see them as, and it can be really limiting. Like you can think of some relationships where, you know, I'm generally extroverted. Like I do like to talk to new people. I'm generally friendly, but I'm not always high energy. I'm not always wanting to have a conversation. I'm not always that way, but there are certain relationships in my life where people 
they see me as extroverted or high energy or brave or courageous. And so we almost feed off of each other in that sense. And we have, okay, so I have to be this way when I'm around them. I feel like I fit a role. And if that role has been so defined over years and years and years that that's my role and that's who I need to be. And so it's interesting because adaptability is also adaptability of mind, adaptability of relationships, of understanding that, you know, if someone's your friend or you've known them your whole life, the relationship is going to change um, and that's okay. And so I think adaptability, I mean, everything in your life is forever changing. So the question I have for you today is, where in your life are you maybe a bit too structured, right? We talked about structure um, in a previous episode and there's space for structure and control, um, but where are you maybe too structured? Where in your relationships, um, in your thinking, in the way that you operate day to day, have you become very rigid, very structured to the point that if something was to happen outside of your control, something unanticipated were to come in, you would be completely knocked off your feet. I think we've noticed this over the past few years where we felt really out of control in a lot of ways. And that brought about feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, not a good spot for a lot of people mentally speaking. And I mean, it makes sense (laughs) if you're so comfortable and so set in your ways and so rigid then when something comes up and it's outside of the box and the lens that you're used to looking at then you're you're knocked off knocked off your feet so how can you be adaptable or where in your life have you become rigid those are some questions to definitely contemplate in this chapter I've seen this quality come up for me again and again whether it could be something with your health the way that you live your lifestyle your food your sleep it can be your relationships this could be in the way that you move your body this could be in the way that you work adaptability as with every trait in this book I think is applicable to your whole life so take a bit of a look I mean if you're listening to this episode and you sort of feel like yeah you know I'm set in my ways and these particular categories maybe there's something that I could do to adapt update you know your phone is constantly updating its software as is your laptop you know how could you update your software a little bit in a sense of how it is that you're approaching things I think you know even going to the grocery store you get it okay this is what I buy this is what I eat here's where we go on weekends here are the friends we talk to or here are the things I read um the news stations whatever like we get into a really set habit of consumption and travel um it really does a lot to bring us out of that which is why I've loved it so much because it's kept me on my toes now there's another side of that it's tiring being adaptable all the time can lead to burnout right we want and our brain is constantly looking for things that we can rely on and depend on so that we can take off the load of having to have a new situation in front of us all the time it's tiring as well but I think for most people most days it's like you're you're running through the same habit loop of the same sorts of ideas conversations things that you're thinking about things that you're doing are it's it's relatively similar right you're kind of habitually going through your day it's something like I mean the figures change but I've read things like your subconscious operates 90 to 95 percent of your thinking some people say a bit more even so it's like you're really just going through the motions a lot of your life okay one two three four five here I have lunch this is where I go for lunch these are the things I do so choose adaptability choose adaptability before it chooses you Um, and of course it will still choose you there are things that happen that you just can't 
anticipate and that's okay. And it's hard. It's hard in some senses when things show up and they come out of left field. And I get that. Um, so flexing this muscle, I think in your daily life, in the ways I've just described, you know, pick a different drive home, see some different people, read some different stuff, expose yourself to new things regularly so that when something new shows up on your doorstep, it's not so out of the norm for you. And then it will take bigger things to knock you off course because you'll be used to pivoting, changing, adapting to your situation. So that's what I found works whenever I get too comfortable or stagnant. I mean, I feel like I'm not growing and sort of going backwards in a sense. Like if you're not growing, you really are stagnating and almost going backwards. So, you know, whether that be again with your body, your mind, your relationships, your work, anything in your life, I say choose adaptability before it chooses you or practice it as a muscle. I think that's the heart of this chapter. And you've got some ideas for how you can do that in your career and otherwise in the book. So of course, I encourage you to buy the book, whether it's an ebook or the hardcover or a paperback that will be coming out as well. And then there'll be an audiobook. So you'll have all the formats, um, pick which one suits you. But I think going through the book and having all the questions in a structured way within the book and even listening to this alongside it is probably the best I can do. I can kind of hint at the fact that um, we're also discussing a workbook. So that might be something because there are so many questions and different structures and things to think through. So a workbook might be um, on the horizon as well. But first things first, I say, you know, get the book listen to this whole series if you aren't following along in order which is totally okay I get I get that you know picking and choosing which topics interest you um one thing I would say about that is if there are certain subjects certain chapters that you're avoiding they might be the best for you so that's something to think about as well if you haven't listened to the other episodes um or if one really resonated with you you know go back ask yourself those questions again consider how you've implemented the change in your life. I think with books and listening to things, right? The second or third time you listen to something, you always get something new. So I really hope you're enjoying this series. I encourage you to buy the book, to go alongside it. And um, I'll see you next time on chapter 21. We're talking resourcefulness, which again, goes hand in hand with adaptability. So hope to see you next time and take good care until then.